But society will say something different to you, right? And you have to decide what you want to do with it. You want to follow the Lord or you want to go with the crowd. Amen? So you're always challenged by the truth. And then we say that you, if you know heaven, excuse me, if you know Jesus, you can know heaven, right? You don't know Jesus, you can't know heaven. Amen? But society would tell you, the culture would tell you, you don't need to know Jesus to know heaven. You don't even need to have the church. You don't even have to go to church. You don't have to be in the church. You don't even have to. You know what? Heaven is right here on earth. See, the culture will tell you all kind of things. But here in this house, if you don't know Jesus, you don't know heaven. Amen? And this is what I want to make sure you understand. If you leave this planet without the Lord Jesus Christ, as your Savior, you will not get to heaven. So no matter what the society says, no matter what the culture says, no matter what your friends say, no matter what anybody else says to you, if you don't accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, you will not enter heaven. Tonight, we want to talk about faith. Amen. 
Amen. Talk a little bit about faith as we get ready to leave out of this year and we get ready to cross over into 2020. I want to talk to you a little bit about faith. Is that all right? Amen. If it's not, I'm going to do it anyway. Amen. Amen. A little bit about faith. So good evening again to all of you. Uh, all of you that are tired, hallelujah, praise God. It's good to be tired. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You, you could be dead in your grave. You wouldn't have no feeling at all. Well. It's good to be a little tired. Amen. Amen. If you've been up since three this morning, it's good to be a little tired. Did you take a nap? Me. Hallelujah. And we still up and going, huh? I wanted to get here. I needed to be here. Happy birthday. Hallelujah. My granddaughter's birthday is today, too. Amen. I think she had a party, but I wasn't going. Uh, how old is she now? Nine. Huh? Saturday was your... Oh, hallelujah. Well, happy birthday. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Gotta stay with me. Come on, we're gonna be done shortly. 
All right, the line in there. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as what? One, one of them. Them who? The lion and the bear. One of them. The lion and the bear. Amen. Now you get it. Amen. And he said this. So this, this uncircumcised spirit shall be as one of them, seeing he hath did what? Defied the armies of who? The living God. And then listen. This is the focus thought. David said, moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of who? And out of the paw of who? The bear. He will deliver me out of the hand of who? This Philistine. And Saul said unto David, go and the Lord be with thee. Well. Blessed Father, in Jesus' name, magnify your word. Amen. You may be seated. Let me tell you something. Saul is the king. Saul and the army are in. They've been fighting these battles with all kind of folk. It's just a campaign after campaign after campaign. And they fought the Philistines before, and they beat the Philistines back, and they drove them back, and all that kind of stuff. Here they come again. Philistines keep on coming. And now the Philistines get together in this one area on this one mountain, and Saul and all of those folk get together on this other mountain in this area, and in between them is a valley. So this is one mountain, this is another mountain, and in between is a valley. And here comes this giant. His name is Goliath. Goliath. He's over nine feet tall, right? And his armor is, is like in, 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 in tears. And it's about 125 pounds just in his armor. And in his big old spear that he have, the head of that thing is about 15, 20 pounds. And he's walking around and he's marching his big old self out there in the valley. And he says, look here. I am fighting for these Philistines. These are my people. I'm going to fight for them. I'm their champion. I want to fight one of your people, whoever. I don't care who it is. If he beat me, we will serve y'all. If I beat him, y'all going to serve us. And then he said, and I defy the armies of Israel. And he did it Day one, day two, day 10, day 15, 25, 35, 40 days. Night and day, he came out and he disrespected, saw the army and the living God. Mm. David's daddy, Jesse, said, son, I need you to go down there and see what your brothers are doing because they all there was three of the older brothers. They were following Saul. They were in the army. David was over there too. Now David went over there because he played the harp. You know, he's a sweet psalmist. You know that David is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's a sweet psalmist of Israel. So David, what happened was Saul disobeyed God so much that he took his spirit from him and he put an evil spirit on him. So somebody said, you know what? You need to get somebody that can play good on the harp and soothe you when that evil spirit from the Lord come upon you. And so he said, oh, I know a little cat that's really good at doing it. And he can play for you when it's happening. So he said, well, get him for me. So he went and got David. And David was already there. So David would go there, play for him, go home, watch the sheep. Go there, play for Saul, go home, watch the sheep. That was his job. So he went back home and watched the sheep. And then in the meantime, his father sent him, I'm telling you this story, it's all the background. Amen. You can read it when you want to. 
Okay, I'm gonna be real quick because I don't want y'all to be here too long. Amen. So, so David said, Yes, Daddy, I'll go over there, I'll take the picture, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll see what time, what's up with the brothers. Okay, so he gets over there and they're talking. So Saul said, If any one of you would get out there and kill this Philistine giant, I'll make sure that they'll be free in the kingdom, have to pay no more taxes, and I'll give them my daughter to marry. And which one of y'all want to do? Nobody volunteered. Nobody wanted to do it, including the king. All of them hiding over there in the field, terrified and distressed. This giant terrified and distressed God's people. Anybody got Deuteronomy 31 in their Bible? Is it just me? Turn to Deuteronomy 31. God, amen. Give me verse 1. And Moses went and spake these words unto all Israel. Verse 2. And he said unto them, I am 120 years old this day. Come on. I can no more go out and come in. Also the Lord has said unto me, Thou shalt not go over this Jordan. Now, that was down to verse what? That was the end of two. Two. Somebody else give me verse three. The Lord thy God. He will go over. Who? The Lord thy God. The Lord whose God? Thy God. Whose God? Our God. Your God. Our God. Their God. So Israel has a God. Amen. He's going to go over before them. And with them, read them. And he will destroy. Who, 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 who will? God. The Lord thy God will go over before you and with you, and he will destroy who? These nations. Oh, the what? These nations. Is the Philistines one of the nations? They one of the nations, right? Oh, I'm just checking. Read them. Uh -huh. from before thee. Uh -huh. And thou shalt possess them. Oh. Who will possess them? That. Who's it that? Moses, the Israelite. Oh. That. All right. So that's down to verse 5? <laughs> is, is that down to verse 5? No. Verse 4? Yes. Three. That's still in 3? Cool. Give me verse 4. Did you finish that? Finish that. Oh, so okay. you will read. Don't no, you come on. And Joshua shall go over before. So you don't have a general. You got a commander, a leader, a warrior, a conqueror. He's the living God. He's going before you and with you. He's going to conquer for you. He'll destroy your enemies. This is the God you serve, right? Amen. Let me, you finish with that three? As the Lord has said. Oh. <laughs> Who said so? The Lord. Who said so, brother? The Lord. When the Lord says something, can you count on? Amen. Well, hold on, hold on. Only half of y'all understand. 
that when the Lord says something, you can count on. The other half don't know, y'all don't know. When God tells you something, can you count on it? If he said he's going to destroy your enemies, he's going before you, he's going with you, he's going to be the conqueror, he's going to be the destroyer, he's going to be the leader, he's not going to leave you or forsake you, he going to... You tell me you can't fight your enemy? And what was that you said? What that other line you got out that little bit? No one may say his name. We don't say him name. We don't tell. No, Lord, I'm not doing it. That's what they're doing right now. Over there on that mountain. That whole king, all Israel and their leader saw over there Hiding, terrified, and distressed. Read verse 5. It's 4. 4, right? 4. Alright, hold on. Not you. Read verse 4. Somebody else? Anybody? And the Lord shall do unto them as he did to the Sihons and oh, so wait, wait. So he already proved that he's able to conquer these kings and their people. Sihon and all. Right? Come on, read them. Uh huh. All right. Okay. And the Lord shall give them up before your face, and he may do unto them according to all the commandments which I commanded you. According to what I told you to do, I'm gonna make sure you do what I told you to do. And I'm going with you, I'm going before you, and I will be your conqueror. I will be your champion. I will be your... Anybody getting this? Yeah. Amen. What is it that you face that you can't deal with when you serve the same God? What is it that you have to go through that you can't handle when you serve the same God? Amen. Read on. Give me something else. Oh. And wait, 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 wait. See now, this is how the Lord does this. First, he tells you what he's going to do. And when he tells you what he's going to do, and you believe him, that's what we call biblical faith. Why? Because it's not faith in faith. It's faith in his word. If you believe his word, then you, you hear what I'm trying to tell you. Read on. He said, now, now I'm telling you all this stuff I'm going to do. Now, this is what you need to do. So Saul and all of Israel, all of them on that mountain over there, what are they supposed to do? Be strong. Be strong. Strong. Be of a good courage. What else? Fear not. Fear not. Be strong. Be of good courage. Stop being afraid. What else? Don't be afraid of death. <clears throat> what? For the Lord thy God, he it is that doeth go with thee. He will not fail. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Be strong. Uh -huh. 
courageous. Yeah. Don't fear anymore. Because what? give it to you. And he's going to give you so much stuff to deal with 
until you learn. You learn on your knees, in your tears, yeah. crying to the Lord. Yeah. I can't handle this no more, Lord. Please hold on. I'm going to hold on. Wait a little while. I'm coming. I don't come when you want me to, but I'm what? Always right on time. See, he is always on time. Why? Because if you can do it yourself, you will not depend on him. Don't ask for something he already gonna work in you. I'm gonna help y'all in 2020. Stop asking for stuff he gonna already work in you. Because you gonna learn to wait on him. And you gonna learn to be of good courage and wait on the Lord. Why? Because the Lord don't want you to get glory for what he doing. Well. Do you hear what I'm trying to say? He'll put you in a situation and a circumstance like these guys over here on this mountain, distressed and terrified, a situation and circumstance where he says, now you got to wait for me to come and deliver you. I'm sending my servant already to deliver you. And when he sends him, come here, Joey. Come here. When he sends his servant, he a youngster. He a youngster. All these grown men armored up Ready for battle. Set the battle in array. And God sending his servant to deliver his people on the way he's coming. They don't know. 40 days, 40 nights. They hanging out over there on that mountain. Here comes God's servant. He bringing food for his brothers. And he want to know how the war is going. So he goes up in there and he's like, what's happening? What y'all doing, man? Y'all <laughs> And he hear what Saul want to do. And Joey's like, I got this. Man, you know the God I serve. Right, Joey? You know, I've been telling you what my God is able to do. Man, I, I was keeping the sheep. Right, Joey? And a lion king. And a man You remember that, Joey? And you was over there. You was like, you better give me my sheep, man. It's my daddy's sheep. Give me my sheep. was the God who he served. So this is what he did. He walked up in there and he said, so what's he going to give? He said, you know, look here, man, this is what's going to happen. The family, he's going to set them free. They're going to pay taxes no more. How many of y'all pay taxes? <laughs> How many of y'all would like a tax man to never bother you again now? You don't never have to pay taxes. Your family is exempt from taxes for life. Right? Joey gonna get a wife. Hallelujah. And he's still gonna be the sweet sons that play the song for the crazy king who gets crazy when the evil spirit come upon him. That's Joey. 
Little youngster. Yeah, but I got this. So this is what happened. He says, can you tell me one more time? I just want to make sure I heard it right. And his brother heard it. What you doing? Why are you always causing mess? I already know you little arrogant little. Say, man, what did I do? I ain't even do nothing. Right, Joey? Why are you bothering me? I ain't do nothing. Then he walked over again. So what do you say you don't do? Make sure, right? And Joey's like, look, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to take him out. And God's going to help me do it. And Joey is like, I got this. So Saul says, Saul's going to send the kid out. All the army over there. Go on, do your thing, man. God be with you. How many of y'all take your kids, know they got to deal with some stuff, and you say, baby, go ahead. I pray for you. You don't give nothing else. I pray for you. I got you. Don't worry about it. Go ahead. You got this. No other support. No other encouragement. So here's Saul. This is what he does today. Go ahead. Do that. Matter of fact, here. Take off my armor. And you put this on. So he puts all the armor on David. David ain't tested down armor. He came with. That's armor is swallowing him. You know how Saul, who the tallest one in here? Saul, Saul was like this. He was tall. Head and shoulders above everybody else. He was tall. David, little old David, he put his armor on him and he gave him his spear. And he's like, okay, come on, man. Let's go get this done. I, I can't walk in this thing. I can't, man, I can't do this. Here, I don't need this. Let me take this off. And then let me do it my way. So you know what he does? He goes out. And I, you know, I, I kind of changed this a little bit for y'all. I really had a whole lot of stuff written out, but I figured I didn't want to run out of time. So, um, I look now, I'm cool. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Joey is about to conquer. Yeah. I'm going to tell you how you're going to do it. So, this is what's going to happen. So, uh, I'm, I'm talking about the power and the victory of faith. The power and the victory of faith. The first thing you got to remember about power and the victory of faith is you don't renounce your faith. You know what renounce means? Renounce, <laughs> renouncing your faith. Renounce, I wrote it down somewhere. Okay, so two things happens when you renounce your faith. You give up a possession or a claim or a right. So in other words, you're abandoning something. You're relinquishing something. You're surrendering something. So what are you abandoning or relinquishing or surrendering? Your faith. They over there, Joey, this is the king. All the people, they're afraid. Faith, evidently absent, right? They got, no, they got no faith, but you do. So that's the first thing you do. You abandon it, you relinquish it, you surrender it. The second thing you do when you renounce your faith is you refuse to recognize or to acknowledge it. That means you deny it, you disown it, or you reject it. How many of you all, down through the year, this year, just this year, the Lord wants to do something with you wonderful, but you can't believe it. Hmm. So you take your faith and you renounce it. Anybody see coming to America? Yeah. Don't, don't, don't tell me y'all ain't seen coming to America. 
Come on now. And come on practically every night. Okay? From the tribe of Zamunda. Carla, come on, y'all. You know. You remember when he was on the subway? Yeah. And he had her. And he said, I'm, I'm, just tell me you didn't love me when you thought I was a goat herd. And I just won't bother you no more. She said, well, you're royalty for Christ's sake. If you want me to renounce my throne, it would be, I renounce my throne. I hereby renounce my throne. Remember, he gave it up. <laughs> That's what folk are doing with their faith. They're surrendering, relinquishing, denying, rejecting. And God says, if you don't have faith, you cannot please me. So if you want to please God, you have to have faith. First thing you got to do is don't renounce your faith. Power and the victory of faith is remembering rule number one. Don't renounce your faith. I got eight minutes. Rule number two, you need weapons. Weapons of faith. David, Joey, he had a staff a sling and five smooth stones out of the brook Kidron and all were his weapons for faith that he used. His staff is, I, I'm going to give it to you this way. Um, anybody know Psalm 23? The Lord is my Yeah. I shall not make me the lie down. Great passion, lead me beside still waters, restores my soul. Lead me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will what? Fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. How? Thy and thy hand. They do what? Comfort me. Hallelujah. Is the presence of God. Your weapons of faith. You need a staff. That's God's presence. The next thing you need is a sling. The sling is God's word. Anybody that have Psalm 119 in their Bible? I know I'm the only one that got that in my Bible. I'm probably the only one. Thy word have I what? Hid, come on, brother Joe, in my heart that I would like. I might not but sin against if you order my the steps of a good man or how ordered by the you gotta get in his word so he can know what thus saith the Lord so he can do it, right? And if anybody got a Psalm 119 uh, never mind. So you need God's word. The next thing you need is these five smooth stones. Now listen, don't you go out to the aqueduct looking for no smooth stones. <laughs> Y'all hear me? Don't do that. Don't go make no stick and buy a sling. Okay? You today, your weapons are different. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Your warfare is different. Hallelujah. And the way you fight is different. Hallelujah. It begins with what? Faith. You have to have 
faith. Do not renounce your faith. You need the presence of the Lord and you need, hallelujah, his word. And the next thing you need is these five smooth stones. What are they, Pastor? Glad you asked. Hallelujah. First smooth stone, Christ is. Second smooth stone, Christ can. Third smooth stone, Christ has. Fourth smooth stone, Christ will. Fifth smooth stone, Christ does. What are you talking about, Pastor? Christ is the living presence, and his presence is our confidence and our consolation. Christ can conquer, for he stooped to conquer and accomplish his purpose. Christ has all power, is his, yeah, and he yeah. has all power for who? You Amen. and for me. Christ will, what? Keep his promises and the victory. Why? Because he is the one that's doing it for you. Christ yeah, yeah. will, oh, good glory to God, he has promised the victory, so therefore it is what? S-U-R-E. When he promises something, it's what? S-U-R. is what? Sure. Sure. The victory is sure. Christ is, can, has, will, and fifth, Christ does. Does what? Faith makes his promise a present effect and a continuous reality. Thank you, Lord. Faith. Faith. God promised this over in this book of the Bible called John. Somewhere in chapter 3, about verse 16. This is what he said. For God so loved the world. He did what? He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever do what? Believe it in him should not but have everlasting life. How many of you in here are born again? Did he keep his promise? Yes, he did. Hallelujah. And you know what? It continues in your reality, don't it? Because you do know that you've been what? Born again. Hallelujah. Let the redeemer of the Lord say, You ought to act like you know you've been born again. Hallelujah. Version of the message. 
I got about three more packages. But I don't have time to give it to you today. But what I did give you, I need you to hold on to. Amen. Don't renounce your name. Make sure you take the weapons. And when you fight, remember he's already victorious. Yes, he is. So you fight from the vantage point of victory. Yeah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's stand. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what the devil does? The devil is so obsessed there that Christ got the victory. Yeah. That he keeps messing around with you. Yeah. But do you know he can't do nothing to you? Amen. Unless God says something. Did you know that you have the power to take your stand right here on your feet? You gotta what? Be strong. Have courage and do not fear. Why? Because God is a strong tower. God is a rock in a weary land. God Hide you in the shelter in the pavilion of his. Do you know that God will cover you? Yes, Did you know that God will go before yes, you? Did you know that God already seen tomorrow and he's coming back to today so he can help you navigate 